Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Some people think jail is not a deterrent. Oh my God, I've been there. It's a massive deterrent. Yeah. I was in LA County for a month and a half in 1996, and I, I showered. In between a blood and a crip who were mad at each other, I was never so happy to be fat and ugly in my fucking <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sell the show properly by saying I'm not a car guy either. Okay. But I watch because uh, just how you put the whole uh, thing together, you make it very, very interesting. Well, it's fun. It's fun. We have a good time, and I'm glad with it. So what do you guys like, makeup and hair? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about product? You know what I like. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even change my own oil. <laughs> don't even change your oil. You would, you would think I, you, a car's just for getting to oh, places to shop. It's just yeah, the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm in New York. The guy next to me in the, the cell next to me uh, was there for nine years waiting murder trial. And he uh, he taught me how to make a pussy out of a piece of toilet paper. Good. Then. You take the cardboard out and you put it in damp, warm water, and the pu- you fuck the thing. Right. <laughs> oh, that's all it is. That's, that's all, all it is. I thought it was more to it. He said, he said, I could have figured that he out. Said the word, he said the word lukewarm. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. How do you work lukewarm? And then, uh, but, but he said to me, he goes, Artie, he goes, you will never go back to real pussy. Oh. I beg to differ, my friend. I had this exact. Yeah, exactly. I said, don't bitch. It don't complain. It don't spend your fucking money. It don't fuck your friend. I go, she fucked your friend? <laughs> I go, yeah, man. Why did you come in here? Oh, oh, I, go, I go, did you kill her? He goes, no. I go, well, why did he? He goes, because I killed my friend. <laughs> oh. Ouch. I said, dude, you're screaming this. The guards can hear it. I said, I better not be going to testify. Right. I don't need to say that. Tom Arnold used to swallow a goldfish. That was his one when he started doing stand-up. That was one of his closers. He would, close with he would put goldfish? the goldfish on a thread and swallow it and then pull it back out. Oh, beautiful. That's, that's kind of fun. That's what they do in to the toilets. Out. In the jail, they, you know, uh, the drugs, they flush it down on a string and then they pull it back out. So it's, uh, you know. How do you know that, DC? Uh, yeah. How do you know that? DC Benny is familiar with all things criminal. Believe me, he knows. I've met some shady people through DC Benny. You know? Really? <laughs> you have a McLaren, right? McLaren F1, yeah, yeah. And, what's a McLaren? Uh, it's, uh, it's a- okay, what's a McLaren? Good night, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to do a real radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what's a McLaren. Is that oh, a yeah. type of <laughs> line? 12 hours north in Rajasthan, there is a very different you know, kind of outlook. It's a Hindu temple, and it's the rat temple where they honor the rats, they feed the rats. There's 35,000 <laughs> rats. honor the rats? Yeah, they don't kill 30, them. It's 30, 35,000 rats in this rat temple. They don't kill them. And they, their belief is that when we die as humans, we come back as the rat. And so, and so they're like, this is our family. These are my grandparents. These are my great-grandparents. So uh, we have to take care of them. <laughs> I and was so, Gandhi. <laughs> so they, don't fuck with me. Yeah. I look like a rat. I used to be fucking Gandhi. Oh, so look at this picture. I saved 250,000 like, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know the song uh, Brandy by a little-known band called Looking Glass? Did you know that's uh, Barack Obama singing Brandy? The sailor say Brandy, you're a fine girl. You're a fine what girl. a good wife you would be. Such a fine girl. Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea. Look, 
It's not Barack Obama, obviously. But guess what? Next time you hear that song, you're going to be that Ope is a son of a bitch because now all I hear is Obama. No, about 1992, I was struggling uh, doing comedy, and I got, took the train in from New Jersey. I was walking up to 7th Avenue on the Penn Station, uh, side, the 7th Avenue side of Penn Station, and there was a bunch of people gathered around a corner uh, looking at something in the corner, and there was a rat on its hind legs, like the size of a cat. And I was like, looking like this, and the people were kind of scared of it. <laughs> An Irish cop with his mustache and a big beer gut walked up to the fucking thing, like the outlaw Josie Wells, <laughs> took out his nightstick and just went, boom, hit it in the head twice, boom, and then backhand, boom, and the fucking rat bled and just dropped. Wow. And then the guy wiped the nightstick between his legs and said, <laughs> I nothing to see you, move along. <laughs> but then what I wasn't okay with was seeing you drive the $12 million car at the end of the episode. You would think you would leave that in a... No, but when it's, it's there to drive. He that's drives them all. That's, now, he drives a, them all. That's, driving a $12 million he drives car? Them all. So he what, drives you, them all. Were you just date virgins to save them from the next guy? And <laughs> that would be, I'd like to have sex with her, but I know the next guy would be more Says, so I'm going to wait. But, uh, yeah. So uh, when you uh, watch Fast and the Furious, that movie series. No, that's a really stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> like when Vin Diesel <laughs> loves the car. And, and any car movie where the people go, whoa! It's going to be a bad car movie. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Ah! It's gross. I've got a butt fly up my ass. I was bending. What's the matter? Put go your socks here. on, Mr. Big Shot. I went to the Toronto uh, International Film Festival for the first time two years ago. And yeah. I had a blast. It's amazing. What a it, great festival. Who gives a it, shit? It, it. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Cares about it. How was it? I'm a goddamn ref. <laughs> I can't with that. Who gives me what to some festival? I'm, a, I'm eating my own shit. I was Gandhi and I've got a butt fly in my throat. This motherfucker from Duke is telling stories about a festival. <laughs> Have another scotch. My fucking wife is still here. Screaming at me as a rat. <laughs> That's a rat. Oh, you were fucking annoying as a human. <laughs> and this up, this up, uppity Spurlock's putting on socks. Sorry, buddy. Am I too dirty for you? I guess I got dirty saving every goddamn motherfucker in India. <laughs> Good movie. Good movie. Could have made a movie about me when I was a goddamn person. <laughs> the rat. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm eating my own shit <laughs> with a butt fly. <laughs> An angry router used to be Gandhi. <laughs> the butt fly screaming, he was Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! We're getting. Deep. I said, let's just stop. We're gonna drop the mic on that one. Not it here. That's my job. Have Nick Cannon on the first episode. Yeah, Nick, he was yeah. fun. Yeah, Nick was fun. He, was fun. I didn't nice realize kid. he uh, was in the car business. He, he is. He, he has is. a bunch of cars, but his problem is he doesn't like driving them fast. Yeah, I don't quite get. I was that, a little weird. Yeah, that to find out. Yeah, it was like doing this show. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite get it. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> once once rats reach a certain number within a communal area, they will stop reproducing. And if, they're, if they have babies, they will eat the babies if there's not enough food to support them. Well, yeah. That's good news. That's good news. Yeah. I'm glad I'm in this society. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never thought to say the starving Indian people, just eat your babies. I never thought of that one. <laughs> that's what Chris Christie decided to do for the starving children. Oh, 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 he said, man. Chris Christie said, do what I do. Eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the traffic at the bridge and eat every goddamn thing inside. Did I mention I was Gandhi? I love the steam car. That's my favorite one. The steam cars are a lot of fun.
He Can has drive on the street. Uh, well, yeah, that's where you take cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I fly him through the air. Yeah, you drive on the street. Chitty yeah. chitty bang bang. No, it's nitty gritty gang bang. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if that was legal, but you can. You can. It, take it is legal. Everybody thinks everything's legal. It's legal. So it, essentially, a subway does the same thing. There you go. You get in it and you go through the ground and boom. All right, but you got to ride with all their assholes. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, doing, <laughs> like doing a radio show, you know? <laughs> so, He's sticking yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, He's yeah. sticking yeah, with yeah. it. <laughs> and so we filmed with the owner of that place and talked about killing rats and how they kill them there. And then we went into the sewers with, like, the people who control the rats in the sewers of Paris. And it was one of those, like, it was such a, it was a scene, but it wasn't, like, a good scene compared to everything else. It was, like, yeah. it was, like, it was interesting, but it wasn't great. Pat right. Oswald did yeah. not do a good job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fuck you. That motherfucker. He looks like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> At WNEW, we cooked rats and served it to listeners. Uh, something you can't do on the radio anymore. And we had two. <laughs> Those we had, were the days. We had, we had two chefs. Fucking PC police. <laughs> that was a rat amount rat day <laughs> back in the day. We, we had two chefs, a French chef who was really into it going, look, I'm going to show you what you can do with a rat and you're going to like it. And then another guy that just wanted to be on the radio and, and, and make it up as he went along. And the French chef, you know, killed the animal the right way. And the other guy slamming it on the table doesn't even know how to kill this thing. It's guts and blood everywhere. I'll show you that cook a rat. <laughs> Long story short, the French chef uh, prepared in such a way and the listeners tried it and people went back for seconds. Amazing. Uh, edgy, edgy Leno right there. The episode he did with the priest last year. I don't know if you guys... It's, it's okay, let's not get into personal life, okay? I don't think... <laughs> but I, yeah, I used to bet against Duke all the time. How do you think I dress like this? <laughs> 20 years in Germany, it's like I got the same Just pants coming. on I had at a Rush concert in 1981. <laughs> My middle brother, Mike, lived in such a shithole in Birmingham, Alabama, and one of his favorite stories that he always told was they were having a big barbecue and a party, and they forgot something. They yeah. came back, so they left all the grocery bags sitting there on their kitchen table, still in the plastic bags and everything, and went, oh, shit, we needed more ketchup or ice or right. something. And they were gone 10 minutes, and they came back, and two or three of the bags had already been eaten into. Oh, my God. And they'd gone for these, uh, 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 the buns. They'd gone right. for all the hot dog buns and hamburger buns, and there was rat shit everywhere and they were literally only going 10 minutes and they were, couldn't, they were looking at how they get up on the table right. there were no chairs and so they go outside they get the maintenance man at the shithole apartment complex and bring him in they show him all this and he's like yeah I don't know what to tell you my experience uh, the ones that are big enough to do this uh, they can leap at you and jump like 4 or 5 feet in the air I've had them jump at me it scared Jeez. me to death and my brother goes this doesn't solve I got a barbecue going on yeah, this yeah. doesn't solve my fucking of problem course not. you're telling me your solution this is tell all your guests oh, a big one can leap six feet in the air <laughs> he talks about that in, in, in his uh, documentary Morgan Spurlock how they like to jump on your chest that's what, he, that's what the maintenance man said they have no yes. problem jumping on your chest yeah we got four cameras in here that, to prove that Artie's not drinking he's not, not drinking. drinking he's not drinking water. Water. He he water listen he brought his own vodka in a Fiji bottle <laughs> hey, there you go I was invited once I was with Foxworthy once yeah, and he, yeah. he invited both yeah, of us and I did not yeah. go Foxworthy why went why would you go I was stupid but, you know, I was yeah. busy. I, would, I would guess that was the reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, would, I would go with that. Yeah, I, I think he's really being honest. <laughs> no, I was a jackass. Yeah. And I literally figured no, I, I had something. I would go with stupid. Because <laughs> jackass implies you could be smart. Okay. You know. right. I, I, I would go with the stupid. I mean, yeah. is mean. There's a whole group in England that goes to these farms, these pig farms and stuff that have major rat problems that are really, you know, eating, the, eating crops and eating the feed for the pigs and all that. Yeah. And you hire these guys. 
Yeah, you, this scene. They right come here. in. And they come in with their terriers, and I think they had about 20 dogs uh, ripping through this farm. And the violence that <laughs> that they showed in, in this scene was just unbelievable. And the terriers both grabbing the same rat at the same time as it's alive, just oh, ripping it to shreds. Sure, sure. Where the owners have to calm the, you know, the dogs down a little bit and try to get the rat out of its mouth. Well, the one with my growers like that, and that was just city ones. They were just shaking Crazy. the dumpsters, and they know it's like, you're yeah. right, it's just complete... They, you can't. Four hours later, you know they're they're uh, bathed and groomed, and they're right. in your house sitting on your couch, right? Yeah, looking like, your face yeah, all night, acting like yeah, playing with your kids, acting yeah. like nothing ever happened. Sit, uku, you know everything's fine. But they got that in their brains. Oh, well, that's that they could turn on at any second. all the way back to the wolf, baby. At any second, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the wolf gene is it's still deep time. in there somewhere. It's like, it's like their hope. Yeah, time. yeah. What kind of atmosphere is there at the garage? You got the music cranking. You got a lot of people working no, there. No, there's no there music cranking. Is there a popcorn machine? I want to know. Yeah, popcorn, music, disco ball. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a dance club. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it would be that's a great, yeah. a great yeah. hang. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, yeah. it's boring. Really, great to be with a car guy. It's fun. Yeah. I know. It's great to be here with the girls. Thanks. I like everything. So I really, really do. Thoroughly through the whole game. I can watch all of so, baseball, all of basketball, all of hockey. I can, if, it's, if I'm into it for some reason, I grew up in a tiny little town. There wasn't shit to do. I've Fair. told him yeah. before. I'm like, we would really get. There's a track meet today for the eighth grade boys. Eighth grade boys. boys. You want to adjust that? <laughs> you can take that any way you want it. Okay. <laughs> if I just said eighth grade I'm, girls, it would have been, been worse. Exactly been way right. worse. We got, we got some truth. Track meet. We got some track truth serum yeah. in front of Vic Kelly. Have, have, have another shot. This there, bottle right? was almost gone. Taking a picture of the Gapstow Bridge. It was in the movie Home Alone Two. You never saw Home Alone Two? When? So go see Home Alone 2. There's going to be a scene with a bird lady. And it was done right over there. And that's the Gapstow Bridge from 1895. They don't care. <laughs> you guys, that's the Gapstow Bridge. It was in Home Alone 2, if you need to know. The bird lady scene. Yes. It's a very, very famous bridge. People come from all around the world just to, Okay. All right. They're done with me. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And do you have uh, car insurance on all those cars, Jay? Yes, that's what of you course. Have car. No, I just what? have it on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just no, on the McLaren. Yes, you have car insurance just, on all cars. I'm just thinking of what that bill has to look like. Oh my! It, it looks goodness. like any other bill. It's just the numbers are bigger. <laughs> well, I mean, we're regular people here, Jay. Maybe yeah, you yeah, you're all regular people. Maybe yeah, this is yeah. Maybe to you, it's no big deal. Yeah, but I'm yeah. thinking car insurance on 150 cars, and some of them are worth 12 million dollars. That's a tab. It that's gets, a tab. That's why I'm on the road. That's State Farm. State yeah. Farm, that's why I'm all doing state. this stupid program. Yeah, yeah. Geico. Yeah, exactly. Who are you with? Progressive? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. The general. Actually, Haggerty. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, good. Artie. That was awesome. Hey, I love the suitcase, too. This pan. Always. Well, look Ooh, at that. Nice. I, Facebook yeah. I, would I would love to go through that bag. Right? <laughs> I would love to go through that bag. It's going to be three to five. Hey. <laughs> I would love to go through that. These guys go out with a net. They got sandals on, no gloves, and they know where the rats are. And they, uh, you know, they get them out of their burrows and stuff, and then they trap them with the uh, the net. And then they show these guys just breaking the necks of the rats. They're like, that's this how they finally get rid of them. That's yeah, the final they're like, solution. Because they don't want 
the blood around for whatever reason. I guess because that would spread the disease. Uh, sure. And they collect rats all night. So they got them in a big bag, and there's like a, a bag of pecans, and they're just cracking them yes. up. They're just taking them out. Oh, they're, they're just <laughs> yanking them, then the, and they would uh, move to break the neck. And then at the end of the night, this guy and his buddies, they got a whole bag of rats, and they go to some government outlet or whatever, and they're getting paid. Nice. You know, per rat or whatever. That's, and that's, that's what they do for a living. At night, they go and hunt rats well, you know. with, with sandals on. <laughs> oh, and this Because they don't give a fuck. Do you drive trucks as well? Like, I have this fascination with uh, with giant uh, sleeper trucks. That's because you're 12. Yeah. I- <laughs> 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 you know, from years of being at truck stops and having men come over and talk to you. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why you like the sleeper truck. Yeah. But when you learn what your pet is capable of doing, it's very creepy. My The aforementioned Freddy, the Hitler cat, I, yeah. would, I would occasionally go and feed him when my neighbors would go on vacation and stuff. And one time I went over there to feed him and he brought in, I, I don't know, it had to be more than one pigeon, but there were so many feathers and uh, disemboweling going on over the whole. It looked like somebody just opened up feather pillow and shook it from one end of their apartment <laughs> really? to the other and so I we I did have a cell phone at the time and I remember sending my neighbor I'm like tell me where your vacuum cleaner is I can't just leave this in here for two days and she's like what's going on and I'm like never mind I'm like Freddie went on a killing spree <laughs> and, and he was doing the same thing they were gone and he was bringing them the pigeons or something because I was coming and bringing him the food I don't yeah. know but some weird ass thing was going Man. on yeah that was one of the biggest messes I've ever cleaned up period in my life was a, a, pi- a Fred kill a pigeon that was ripped apart yes. you gotta go jay leno i gotta go this was uh a thrill and a, a well pleasure, thanks guys a thanks for having for me a lot yeah. of fun it's nice you, to see you great were... to meet with a bunch of car guys and talk cars yeah <laughs> bunch of men yeah good to have some real guy talk yeah. i just don't don't have that in my brain I'm yeah we'll sorry. Do, next time we'll do moisturizers huh <laughs> yeah oh that means there might be a next time yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that cool, means there cool. might be a next time i learned my lesson i'll tell you that hey i want to thank blue chew for being part of this podcast for a really long time it's greatly appreciated and it's appreciated that you're supporting the sponsors like blue chew blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost and you can try it for free right now by using the promo code opie o-p-i-e at checkout just pay the five dollars shipping yeah you can take them anytime day or night So you can plan ahead. We want to plan ahead sometimes, right? Of course we do. The process is simple. This is what you do. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Discreet packaging. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. Everything is done all nice for you. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help you out. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPOPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OPOPIE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at BlueChew.com to try it for free. Then this guy goes to the border of Vietnam and he hands over the rats. And they're cooking them. They're cooking them. And then they show a lady preparing preparing rats. 
Well, First you know. of all, she drowns all of them. Okay, you got a blank. She drowns all the rats, and then she's got a cleaver, and she's just chopping <laughs> the legs, the tail, the head <laughs> off like it's nothing. <laughs> and then she's skinning the rats. And then she's trying to say how delicious rats are and that everyone should try it. It, it tastes like chicken, but a little sweeter, they say in this movie. Oh, A God. little sweeter. And then they show these beautiful uh, displays, uh, dishes that, that she that makes. The meat out. is, is that, that's what it is. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> and then they put it at, at the table and you see these guys just ripping into this uh, these rat dishes like it's chicken wings. Well, you know, to each his own. On and affecting the nation's campuses. A newly released study in the academic journal Geo Humanities says pumpkins are a racial issue and pumpkin spice lattes are a symbol of white privilege. The peer-reviewed article is titled The Perilous Whiteness of Pumpkins. This is real. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Oh, here's the Ghostbusters uh, building. Ghostbusters. Yes, sir. Huh? Is this uh this is the Ghostbusters building, right? Yeah, yeah, come on this way. Though. I'm in the right place then. Yeah, Thanks. Come on over here, yeah, hey, hey, brother. Well, what happened? I'm not allowed to go see the Ghostbusters building. Well, we're right up to here, yeah. Right, right up to this right line. Right up to this spot, right here. Yes. Oh, I know, yeah. I want to go up to the apartment oh, or the no, room. Oh, can't do that, man. You sure? Yeah, I'm positively sure. All right. Well, <laughs> how many people come by a day? Oh man, all day, every day. I bet you no one does this to you. Ghostbusters! Oh, you know, we got so many people coming by. Hey, who are you gonna call? <laughs> and then, you know, of course. Hey, oh, hey, and, Ghostbusters, baby! And you're like, I'm gonna call the NYPD! Oh, I'm call 911! Right, exactly. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> and you also were telling me, um, right before you got in here, that you did comedy in China, huh? China was pretty... Their comedy was kind of still developing a lot. Like, they had, like, dudes in panda suits hitting each other with bats and shit like that on TV. I mean, that was... That's kind of where it was at, you know? (laughs) The crime is very low because if you're caught, uh, especially with drugs, apparently they catch you with drugs or or firearm, Automatic death penalty. You get a, a bullet to the back of the head, and they send your family to bill for thirteen cents. So it's, it's really, <laughs> it's really like discouraged. There's not a lot of crime, yeah. and, and it takes the family a year to pay it off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the guy with the dick. Did you know anybody that played that when that prank when that was big for a while? There were aprons you could buy. They had this. Oh no. They had the sock dick on the underneath, and like, it was it was the first. Oh, my buddy's grandmother. I had a manager. <laughs> I had a manager, and that was her go-to move. Really? She couldn't wait to. To come to his wedding and put on the apron with the dick underneath it to show it to everybody. And she was like 83 years old from West That's Virginia. Great. Well, good for her. And he, yeah. t- he told us for a month leading up to the wedding, oh, we're trying to get her not to bring the uh. dick apron thing, and she's not having it. You're going to see the dick apron thing at my uh, wedding reception. Genius. And she walked around the Riviera Country Club pulling out the fucking dick apron thing all the time. Absolutely. And it killed every time, right? Yeah. Uh, first four, it's, it's one of those where it's funny for four or five times. And then it's like, all right, yeah. for Yeah, but then when you get up to about 70, it becomes it funny again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I understand the rules of comedy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> gotta let it fade away, and then it comes back, and it becomes funny again. What I find hilarious about that is when someone decides to have sex with an animal, yeah. the animal just keeps eating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of why them. I know that I'm not gonna say, but that's what I, that's what I find so funny about uh, those videos that they're just eating the whole yeah. time. They're not even bothered that you're you're trying to have sex with it. Yeah, it's kind of like marriage after a while, you know. With you, you're there with the wife, she's like lifts up a leg, do your business, and go to sleep. You know, I'm eating these oats. That's the old yeah. joke. Just vacuuming. Just keep vacuuming, yeah. honey. Just keep vacuuming. Yeah. And then I, I put up a video. You know how everyone's talking about locker room talk lately. Yeah. 
there were these sales guys that were watching, you know, what was going on from the other studio, and they were commenting about all the girls, uh-huh. and and they were talking about how this girl's a gobble queen. And, <laughs> Here we go. She's gonna show. Oh, oh wow. thank you. That's the girl. She faxed it in. It's got a tattoo of her boyfriend. Oh, she's nasty. Get her out of there. Get her out of there. Elsa. <laughs> blonde. I like that blonde right there, man. She looks fucking. Looks like a fucking gobble queen. <laughs> <laughs> Senator. <laughs> I like that blonde. It's Schubert, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> a horse's ass definitely looks like uh, a giant. Yeah, a giant. Sure. This like, one really ass. did. Giant yeah. athlete's ass. Let's just put it there that way. Go. Okay, <laughs> right. right. We could say that. Right. Hell yeah. See, that looks like a giant. <laughs> That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce's butt. <laughs> Strong and firm. Maybe not that part. There's the weave. Not All right. that part. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who has a fake ear? Colbert. He has a prosthetic ear. That's why it looks really? odd? Yeah. Now I feel bad. Why doesn't he cool uh. it down a little bit? My brother's ears were so well, friend's brother's ears were so big, they had him pinned back when he was a baby. That's They used to do that a lot, yeah, that pinning pin back, back yeah. thing. Yeah. And then they, you know. Oh, my God. You would think Colbert they would come up a, with a better ear than that. Look at that thing. Wow. And then there's... What's wrong with his ear? How did how did, how did his ear get fucked up? It was a lawn mowing accident. <laughs> <laughs> the weed whacker just you know. <laughs> I like his joke though. Read the joke. He says that's just what happens when your surgeon uses a melon baller. <laughs> that's what you get when your doctor uses a melon baller on your ear surgery. Here's Doctor Steve. Uh, Doctor Steve. Hello, boys. What muscle did you pull? Oh, my, uh, well, I ruptured my plantaris longus muscle. <laughs> isn't, that, toe? Yeah, isn't that under your foot? It's like the heel? No, 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 no. It goes up the back of your leg. It's We're all wrong. Crampy, oh, no. <laughs> crampy, useless muscle. 15% of people don't even have one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. You pulled the muscle that, <laughs> that only 15% most people don't use or have? Yeah, I'm doing a great program. It's called Couch to 5K, but it was too, it was too much for me, apparently. Couch to 5K. Couch yeah. to 5K. <laughs> there's, no, there's no middle part to that, like Ottoman and... Yeah, right. Yeah. Ottoman, <laughs> throw rug. Right. <laughs> right. Your, it, your no, speed is more couch really... to the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for know, laughing at that. These guys weren't laughing at that. Thank you, Steve. Uh, uh, me. <laughs> Working as a secretary for a state farm insurance company in Deerfield, Illinois. So oh, what a go. kiss you ass. Pick, yeah, that's I what guarantee she didn't even get a fucking Christmas bonus, it even after coming up with Boss's Day. In 58, that's like Mad Men and shit. Right. You know, I'm sure it wasn't a lovely oh, environment like, for women in the workplace in 58. That was She's the Heine pinching <laughs> era. Right? <laughs> the, the Donald Trump pussy grabbing. Yeah, you give uh, you give the old secretary a pinch on the hiney just to sh- uh, show her that she's doing a good job. That's what you're right. Exactly, a wink, wink and a nod. Maybe buy her a martini afterward. Right. Uh, we got to ask you about Vic yeah. Kenley. Yeah. So, so Vic Kenley was told at 14, did you say? Ish, yeah, yeah. 14 teenager. years old that he's got to be careful because he has the body type where he can be a fat dude. I've seen Vic, and I don't agree with that. Vic what? is a classic, what I would call mesomorph, which means... See? Mesomorph. Uh, that he's sort of in, you know, he's uh, in, you know, a medium build. What about, in, is there endomorph? Endomorphs are the people that are sort of pear shaped, you know. See, yeah. that's that's the word that was on. That's the word that the doctor wrote on my on my physical. You're an endo, he so was, he mismorphed you. Yeah, right. Endomorph, they that's, called yeah, you pear shaped. I tell you, not muscular, pear shaped with the stem up. 
Morphal profiling. <laughs> but no, I, I told you, I, I reckon there was a couple of words, and it was the Latin that threw me. Yeah. And so I asked my buddy's uh, mom that was a nurse, and she didn't want to tell me. And, and she goes, yeah, it means you could be chunky. Uh, the old teardrop <laughs> gut. Uncle Jimmy Mac. Uncle right. Jimmy Mac. He would name everybody, like, when you made your bones comedically, like Brooklyn Mike got named Brooklyn Mike. So he's one day, he's like, he can't say my name. He's bring, he's like, where are you from? Like, D.C. He's like, so D.C., Benny. And he's the dude who died in the Tracy Morgan uh, car accident. Oh, yeah. 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 Legend. So, uh, yeah. Legend. Yeah. Right. So in his big joke was... Everybody liked the sun or something. I, forget, I can't really remember the joke. Everybody liked the sun and people were like, yeah, we, we like sun. And he'd be like, how you like the moon? And he'd turn around and he'd moon the whole audience. <laughs> you know, that was his, that was his closer. <laughs> so he was kind of better at naming. But, uh, <laughs> when they do those look when I was at. a kid was Dr. Cocaine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. You're lying. Your doctor's name was Dr. Cocaine. Spell it again. Pronounced it Dr. Cocaine. Yeah. How was it spelled? B-O-C-A-N-N-E. Oh, all right. Right. That's, right. that's, that's cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that's cocaine. <laughs> you should have just embraced it. Yeah. yeah. Ready for your next act? See, yeah. yeah. Ready for your next act? See, yeah. yeah. This brother right here has appeared on Showtime at the Apollo, and he is here tonight to make history. You'll see what I mean. Y'all show your love <laughs> for Rich Jam. Voss. Come on, y'all. Rich Voss on Death Jam. Uh oh. <laughs> I can't believe I'm sitting here watching Boss. I know. <laughs> He's taking your time, yeah. DC Bet. <laughs> Let's just hear A lot of sisters joke. in the house checking me out, huh? Checking me out. Look at his giant pants. <laughs> Remember, once you go white, you go right back to black. <laughs> giant fat farm sweatshirt. <laughs> Shit, I'm not like the brothers. I'll eat the coochie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. My sister used to go out with a black guy. I said, what's up with that? She said, once you go black, you never go back. I go, that's because our family won't let you in. Loosen up. Loosen up, folks. Can't we all get along? Till I get my car and get the fuck out of here. We got the Waco over there going, oh, he's going to start shit. White people, we need to riot tonight. Me and you, baby. Killing. That's hilarious. That's so look at him walking, walking around. Look at the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we had. Riot. <laughs> We'd steal lumber. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, look at all this plywood I got. <laughs> Where are the Spanish folks? Uh, there you go. All right. You ever been over a Spanish person's house? They got more furniture than a fucking furniture store. <laughs> For Comedy Central, I did these commercials where I had to play a clown. And, you know, comedians and clowns don't like each other. It's like East Coast, West Coast. I don't know how you explain it, but it's just like, you know, they got the fucking, you see them. Yeah. You got the horn and wah, wah. So the clown's supposed to be the president of Comedy Central. That's why it's funny. You right. Know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's, That's it. it. There's a bunch of them, right? I, I love how you have to explain. That's why it's funny. <laughs> so, you know, I show up and the first day everybody's mocking me on the, the union guys. Hey, boo, doo, 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 hey, quick clown around, you know, hey, bozo. And it's funny the first 30 times, right? The next day I show up and uh, about noon, why don't you take a two-hour lunch while we figure out if we got to shoot any more? I got like an hour and a half to kill some. 
go chill out, get a sandwich. So I go to Washington Square Park, I chill out, get a sandwich. There's a mime in the park, right? I'm like, dude, and he's got a crowd. I'm like, I'm going to go, you know, because, you know, the park, there's always the, yeah, there's there's always the guys. Going on. So I'm like, I'll go mess with the mime, right? So the mime's doing his stuff. So I start doing stuff and people are laughing. Like I'm doing it shitty. Like I'm trapped in a box or saw in the wood and the mime's pissed, but he's a mime. So we can't say shit, you know? Hey. So I'm getting the, uh, you know, I'm getting money in the cup and everything. And people are like, the clown's hilarious, whatever. After about 15 minutes, I'm like, you know, I don't want to piss this mime. This is, this is, his, it's know. his gig. Yeah, it's his gig. So I go sit down and eat the sandwich. Crowd dissipates. The mime comes over. He's, you want to smoke a joint? I'm like, like, this isn't surreal enough already. I'm like, okay. So in his little Marcel Marceau head, he's MacGyvered away a joint and a stem of the flower. So we're hitting this thing. We're talking about like the circus. I'm saying, you know, the circus or whatever. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> stuff that I think is profound, like, you know, generations or years apart, you know, making up words. Life is a revolving door, whatever. And I see his eyes bug out and he just takes off. I'm like, what did, what did I say to this dude? Three cops went away. They're like, you're under arrest. Get the mime, right? The mime's booking through the park. They tackle the mime. He goes down in slow motion. I'm like, what's going on? They were like, you buying marijuana from a known drug. What are you talking about? They open up his My Makeup Kit. No makeup. There's like 50 bags of weed in there. Oh I'm like, what's going God. on? They, I ask him, dude, what's going on? He's like, you think I pay the rent miming? So they arrest us both. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. As I'm getting... I called you an idiot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what is... <laughs> As I'm getting uh, a recipe, you know, because it's New York, it, Washington Square Park, there is a Japanese tourist with a camera. You know, it's like, in New York, crazy place, you're miming clown, get arrested every day. Now... Take us to uh, a central book, and I get the call. I call the wife. She's like, you know, no pussy for uh, another month. month. Yeah, <laughs> right. I call. Uh, oh, oh no, I call Comedy Central first, and they, they, I'm like, hey, they're like, where are you? I'm like, I was smoking a joint with mine in a park, got arrested. Click. So now I have to go back in the cell. And I'm like, I need another uh, call. So I'm acting crazy in the cell. I mean, I'm like, you know, and a dude comes up to me and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, he's like, you can use my phone call. You know, he's my son. I'm like, all right. He's, I'm like, but how does that work? He's like, there's a bartering system. I'm like, what does that entail? And he's like, you do birthdays? I'm like, eh. you know, because <laughs> I thought it was going to be ass fucking, but it's just a birthday. So I'm it's like, yeah, a party. I'll do a birthday. I'll do a birthday for the phone call. <laughs> so to, uh, I call the wife. She's like, no pussy for a month or whatever. So the, the commercials come out, you know, and uh, they air for like two weeks and they yank them. I don't know what happened. So. Must have been about five years ago. I'm in Soho, and I got a show that night. I think uh, the cellar or something like that. And I'm walking around. I'm killing some time. There's this art gallery. I'm like, I'll just go in there, pretend I'm going to buy some shit, get some free wine. I go in there. Place is packed, right? And uh, I'm pointing out stuff, pretend I'm, you know, how, many, how much is that fascinating red box against the fire alarm, sir? Yes, uh, you know. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm drinking. I realize everybody in this place is Japanese. Like, and I'm six four. I'm walking through like fucking Godzilla or whatever. And uh, it's it's cool. It's a it's a an exhibit of like New York archetypical archetypical stuff like the fire hydrant uh, and this and that paper mache fire. And there's a, a photo exhibit in the back, and everybody's looking at this one photo. And I look at it, and there's a photo of a, a guy getting arrested, getting stuff in the back of the police car. And it's me from that day. And underneath it says something in Japanese. And I asked the dude, I'm like, I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, what? What does that mean? He takes one look at, look at it and he goes, a uh, tough town for the clown. <laughs> <laughs> 